0: On Young SAO, welcome to Afternoona Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, three American romance novelists discussing all things K-romance from a writer's lens. We fangirl over our favorite actors and actresses, talk up our trope addictions, and nerd out on K-drama deep dives. We'll throw in a few K-pop and K-skincare wrecks for good measure, because why not ride the haul you wave all the way to shore? So grab some duck bokeh and listen to your new favorite unease.
1: Hey everybody! Hello. Hi there. So I've been uh, getting a little bit of teasing from the co-host, so you may hear some bird chirping. (laughs) I am not in an apiary, nor am I in the rainforests of Costa Rica. I am just in California, (laughs) in my little town, where apparently I just have birds singing outside my window.
2: But it's It's six fifteen, and they're still singing. Like it's six fifteen by you, and it's eight fifteen by me, and nine fifteen by Megan. And we're, we're sitting here getting ready to record, and I'm like, what is that squeaky animal Yeah, you're noise? like Snow White.
1: Yeah, I'm just here in my uh, kind of heavily residential neighborhood with my tree birds outside. I don't know.
2: I love it. And what I so, love is, like, we hear it, but Leah's got her headphones on, so she doesn't hear it.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll hear it when I but, listen to it. Like, we hear the, it in your mic. Playback. Yeah, it's so funny. So, yeah, just think of me right now as Snow White. So last night I'm a little bit tired today cuz last night I drove to Oakland and saw Epic High, uh the Korean rap group, and it was really really amazingly fun. It was in a um a theater called the Fox Theater which is one of the older kind of cool ornate theaters, you know, like in town. And something so a it was a really fun concert. Um, I was really had high hopes and it exceeded exceeded my expectations, which is really good. But I think what really got me the most in the whole thing was like, you know, the performances were fun, the energy was fun, the banter was fun. But it was this idea that it was, it was just so clear that these three guys were, like, such good buddies and had been, like, you know, they even referenced, like, you know, we've been doing this for 20 years. They, like, had all these, like, funny stories of, like, just kind of, like, what shit they give each other. And then, you know, they kind of had this whole thing of, like, you know, who knows next time we see each other, you know, the person you're standing next to, you might get married to, or the person you're standing next to, you may not know anymore. And they're, like, but whatever happens, just know... The three of us are still always going to be together. It was just kind of like this cute Aww. thing. Cute. And it was cute, but kind of like they were like exasperated, but it was also cute. And so it just reminded me of us a little bit. And I was thinking about Aww. how fun it's been that, like, you know, we have known each other for a long time and just, yeah, how these like relationships can grow and you kind of just become these like weird little like kooky work families and you know all these like strange things about each other <laughs> and I don't know I don't have like a lot of relationships like that so I just wanted to say when I heard them say that last night it made me think of the two of you
2: oh I wish we That's were there so together I know. <laughs> been- you know
0: I, I sometimes when I think a lot of k-pop groups sort of have this this vibe but I know like ATs has said in the past like you know if you feel alone just know that you can always come listen to our music because we're always going to be here mm-hmm um and i think it's not just that they're always going to be together but like their music will always be there but i guess i would say that to like our listeners too look our pod's always going to be here <laughs> so like if you feel alone and you our bullshit to laugh, our bullshit yeah, banter
1: will always be here
0: <laughs> we're always going to be bullshitting about girl scout cookies or something <laughs> oh my so, gosh you know we're always going to be here are
1: for, they gone for Romeo, are all I the guess.
0: cookies gone yeah, the cookies are gone. Of course, of course, <laughs> of
1: course they're fucking gone. <laughs> there, were only two, there were only two boxes. It probably lasted two hours. Oh my
0: gosh. Wait, and let me just say this. I, I already told this to you guys, but... Okay, so uh, we're not a religious family. And I think that's great if you are. And I think it's okay if you're not. Uh, but we're not. And so because we ran out of Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> we were at the mall and I wanted to stop to this chocolate shop. It's called Gertrude Hawk. I don't know if that's like national or local it might be local so i we went in and there's you know obviously chocolates out for easter and so my daughter picks up this like white chocolate cross <laughs> and she goes why is there a chocolate tombstone <laughs> <laughs> halloween is over <laughs> and the lady behind the counter just sort of like stared at me and i was like like my face got red and i was like um Put it down. <laughs> put it down or it'll melt. And I was like, oh. your was like put it down your
1: hell hands are going to melt it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> your red <head> plate. <was> like- <laughs>
0: and the, the lady tried to make me feel better. She goes, well, it is a tombstone, too. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't make me feel better. Oh my it was God. just so funny. Why is there a tombstone here? I was like, oh my God. Yeah, seriously. Just just, just devil take me now, God. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> you, I mean, she does know. I think she associated it with that. Well, you know? yeah.
2: I mean, it it is something you would see in a Christian cemetery. She wasn't wrong. Right. It's just She's not. <laughs> that's but that's not. I mean, like, so everybody knows we are recording this podcast the Wednesday before Easter. So that, right. that is that is why you know that that would be in the in the store right now right i wasn't shopping for expired chocolate <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god now i'm getting a, like a whole other visual of like megan handing out crosses for halloween next year and they're like the, ch- they're the like, chocolate that's like old and, crumb- and frosted. It's like crumbly <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> This oh, is
2: not God. and I like I'm not making fun of Easter or Christianity or anything like that. I don't want it to come across like that. It's just it is it is a humorous situation. Um I do want to bring it back really quickly to you know the the three of us being friends and and the sweet stuff that you were saying, Leah, and the fact that you guys, I mean, you guys are the most consistent thing in my life and come I on. I love that. Like I mean, okay, like I have a job, I have kids. Like there's you know, but I mean as far as like you know, the people that I see the most, even if it's virtual, you know, the people that I see the most and the people that I feel like kind of know me the best right now, like it's it's you two, And, and I love that we've been able to maintain that, even from a distance and being, you know, spread across the country like we are, because I mean, we literally are, you know, spanning the entire life <laughs> right. And country. that's always funny to me, because I kind of like
0: forget that you guys are actually geographically that far away. Just because, yeah, we see each other every week. I feel like you're – well, you are an everyday part of my life because we we talk on Slack almost every day. But, yeah, so it is weird to think about how we are separated by so much land.
2: And how many years it's been since we have actually seen each other in person. Well, Leah, I saw you for a day. You did. But, yeah, it's been kind of – That feels like a blip already.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, it's been like two years, right?
1: More than that. Since Since I've seen you – yeah. I saw you last maybe in 2018. Oh, was it 18? 18? Oh, you're right. Oh, my in God. D- that's in been... D.C.
0: Oh, God, mm-hmm. that's almost four years. Oh, yeah. Let's not
1: talk about that. That's depressing. I know. That's sad. That's depressing. All right. Well, let's, let's talk, talk about, about something that's
2: not, not depressing. depressing. I feel like it's a, <laughs> that's con- our segue. it's a contest now, the segue every week. Oh, oh yeah. really? Wait, really quick. Like, doing a funny segue. Please can I tell us really yeah. quick? This happened in class today. So... For those of you who don't know, I've talked about it before, but I am an elementary school librarian. This is Amy talking right now, just in case you're not sure who it is. We, we've also talked to listeners about like putting faces with names and stuff. I'm an elementary librarian, and today we are reading a book with my students um, called Dog Breath by Dave Pilkey. Very funny book. It's a picture book. Um, it's about a dog with bad breath. Dave Pilkey, Captain Underpants, Dog Man, for those of you who have kids out there, like big name, yeah. right? So my kids love Dave Pilkey. And it's about this dog with bad breath, and her name is Halitosis.
1: Aww. Lots of funny
2: jokes, yeah, lots of funny jokes in this book. But we're talking, we're we're having, you know, trying to make real world, world connections and talking to each other about our own pets and like what we, you know, do our pets stink or not and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, one of my students is like, "Oh my gosh, was Pine, there's a bug on the floor." And I look, and there is a stink bug on the floor. And so I picked up the stink bug on a piece of paper, and I shook it outside. And my students were like, "That is a great, you know, like segue into the story that we're doing." Like one of my students made the connection. I'm like, "You're right." I'm like, Aww. "Speaking of stink bugs, we're gonna talk about dog breath right now." That is <laughs> so, so yeah. cute. So my students may get a plus. I was say they make smoother, smoother segues than we do. Is all I'm <laughs> saying. Yeah. So, so yeah. you've had
1: a couple good ones, both of you.
2: So my cookie one for Mr. Sunshine
0: wasn't my shining moment.
1: <laughs> I liked it. So I think, yeah, are we sticking with the, uh, um... Yeah. You know, let's not just, depressing. Let's just say we need, we all deserve delight. Yes. And the drama we're talking about
2: tonight is just delightful. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it. It really is. Mm-hmm. So we interrupt our long drama watching. I'm looking at you, Mr. Sunshine, but I still love you to bring you a delightful BL, or Boys Love, miniseries that just dropped in February, Semantic Error. So let me start by saying that this is a true miniseries, folks. Eight episodes, each 30 minutes or less, so this story is short, sweet, and to the point. Did I mention short? But for real, the reason I'm drilling this point home is because there isn't much to discuss without giving spoilers for this drama. So if you've got a few hours to kill, just go watch and pop back over to us. That being said, we've got a few non-spoilery things to toss out there before you do, so stick with us for just a bit. We'll let you know when it's time to hop on Vicky and dive into this absolutely adorable rom-com that will keep you smiling for days. So, a quick overview of the drama.
1: A strict, rule-abiding computer science major, Chu Sang-woo, on his final group project, leaves the names of the freeloaders, the people assigned to the group who did no work, off the final project so they don't get credit. Because of this, animation designer John Jae-yong doesn't graduate or get to go abroad, but instead has to stay at university to get enough credits to finish. When Sang-woo needs a designer to finish the artwork for a game he's developing, Jae-yong sees this as an opportunity to get back at Sang-woo for leaving his name off the project. But like uh, Amy said already, this is a BL drama, and there is a very thin line between love and hate though we do love a good enemies to lovers story. And the enemies part of this one is deliciously fun.
2: Okay, so first question for you two, Leah and Megan. If we were back in our late high school, early college years and we were assigned to work on a group project together, <laughs> <laughs> would you be a freeloading Jae Young, a stickler for rules like Sang Woo, or somewhere in between? And I'm gonna throw out there, who do you think I would be? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay well Megan do you want to just handle the softball part of this question which is
0: who Amy would be yeah I mean obviously Amy would be the stickler for the rules it was really funny because I can't find my phone now uh, I actually reposted something on in our Instagram stories and it was a meme and the meme was basically like are you a person who loves spreadsheets? Or are you a person who (laughs) makes fun of people who love spreadsheets, but but benefits from them? And I was like, guess who's Amy? And guess (laughs) who's Megan and Leah? It was really funny. But so yeah, obviously, yeah, you'd be a stickler for the rules. And I have to be honest, in high school, I mean, I was definitely like, a little snotty bitch. And I 100% would have been like, you didn't do any work.
1: And And I was
0: like (laughs) a teacher's pet. And I was a tattletale. And 100% I was a stickler. But now, I'm on, like, anxiety meds, and I don't care.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, for me, I don't know, because, like, certainly I was not sanguine at all. So, I guess more of a Jae Young, but I don't feel like I was, like, as cocky. Like, I feel like he was just like, whatever, I'm just awesome, so give me credit. And I don't think I ever had, like, that much BDE. (laughs) I think I would have been more, like how can I like make this situation work so that we can get through it with the least amount of bullshit? <laughs> but I think that, yeah, given like, given uh, the parameters, I'd say more of a freeloader, but probably more of a just not invested <laughs> Jay Young.
2: <laughs> I, w- I will say that, yeah, 100%, I would be much more like sung woo but i would never have the balls to just take someone's name off of an assignment if they didn't do the work yeah i mean that's big balls yeah Yeah, that that was big
1: balls but here's just a random just like quick fun fact about me because it is like i think it surprises people sometimes so you know how like there's class rankings like in school so like i don't know if they still do this but like when we would get our report cards we would get um what ranking we were in our grade is that still a thing yeah Okay, so there was like 414 people in my grade. um, Oh my God, that's like
2: exactly how many were in mine. Oh, wow. Isn't that
1: weird? Yeah, in my suburban Minnesota um, high school where I had moved. And I did not want to move in high school. I moved sophomore year and I did not want to move to this Minnesota suburb and I did not want to be at a school that was obsessed with hockey. And so I wasn't like disruptive, I just checked out. And so we got called into the assistant principal's office because I was a new kid. And my first report card, I was ranked 411th out of 414. (laughs) So I did more of just like a passive resistance of like skipping class. And then I'd like go sit in the library and read. So I wasn't like a baller. I just was kind of like not going to do it. So I think that really sums up kind of like the energy I feel like I would have brought to the assignment.
0: Right. Well, the thing is you're really smart, so you probably just like just didn't really
1: care about I just didn't do a damn thing. Yeah.
2: And what Um, I love now is you work in higher education and you guide students into
1: (laughs) being successful. I do. Well, I will say, so I did very badly that sophomore year transition period. And then I realized in junior year, and this is something that like sticks with me when I think about my students or even my kids, is like that, that factor of internal motivation. Like what's it, somebody, you need to be internally motivated to like do the, you know, to achieve things. And when it's external motivation, that's usually not as meaningful, or at least it was never for me. And so my uh, internal motivation came when I was like, I was like, I don't want to be here. And if I do not improve my grades, there's not going to be very many options for me. And that lit the fire of a thousand suns. And I was like getting A pluses and like AP government and like any, I was like, "Who, who give me things so I can do better. And so, you know, I did take a big, big hit. And yet I was still able to, you know, get accepted into a university program, thank God, after my 411th ranking for just sitting in the library reading romance novels and not going to class.
2: That's some good intrinsic motivation, though. It was. I was like,
1: get me out of these suburbs. And away I went. (laughs) So (laughs) let's get to it.
0: First, as we're all writers, as well as K-drama consumers, we want to give credit to the web novel turned webtoon that inspired this drama, By Joe Suri and Kim Anji. And I'm pretty sure we are all going to have to start reading Webtoons because we are probably missing out on a lot of good content that isn't getting made into Korean to K dramas yet. But back to our no spoiler section a quick question about our leads Park Soham, formerly of KNK, or Knick. I've seen it referenced both ways and jay chan for, currently of dkz we have two idols here my friends and i know we've brought this up before but have we come across an idol who cannot act yet and did you know that these two I- were idols before watching
2: so i looked them up as soon as i started the drama because i like knowing all of the things about new to me actors and you think that i would be used to the idea by now that basically idols can do everything but every time i find out someone is as good on stage as they are on screen i still get all excited that they can do it all how about you guys
0: so I did know that they were idols before watching, but I hadn't been familiar with the groups at all. So I hadn't seen them perform. So I watched this drama and then I looked up their respective groups. So K, as far as I know, has disbanded, uh, I believe. But DKZ, which recently changed their name and had a little bit of like a membership change um, from Donkiz, is going strong and just had a comeback this week, which I will get to at the in the K-pop record. Of course.
1: And um, I did not know until I was watching it and Megan mentioned it to me. And then, you know, I wasn't surprised. Pak Soham gives me, like, gave me the idol vibes. And then Jay Chan gave me a little bit more of, like, the um, Im siwan vibes, which obviously he's a great idol too. But, like, I don't know. They're just more like these, like, little itty-bitties that hit me in a different way so i don't know there's no reason why like if you're an itty bitty that hits me in a tiny little way that you can't be an idol it's just like i wasn't immediately thinking of them as an idol and that makes kind of no sense but no it
2: actually makes really good sense and it goes with my next question so excellent segue there okay so speaking of our heroes we've got pak soham who is 28 and jay chan who is not yet 21 oh god oh god (laughs) okay he'll be 21 in december i believe. Are we crushing on either of these two, or are we pushing them in a pram? And I mean, I know we had our Mature Heroes pod where we talked about our sort of like (laughs) age floors and ceilings, but what are our thoughts on these two heroes and the actors who play them? (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Look, I think in the Mature Hero podcast, I set my floor at
2: 28. You did. I remember that.
1: And... I think that's a good spot to be. (laughs) Morally, for me, I feel like that is a good spot to be. I don't want to dip out of that spot. (laughs) I find myself... Look, because I think about this with BTS sometimes, too, because, you know, I'm ARMY. And I look at, like, Jungkook, and I'm like, you are a little bunny. You are a baby boy, man. Yes, yes. There's, like, things about you that are attractive, and, like, you're still really on that threshold of, like, you're not a whole man yet. You're just, like, this cute boy. And... I'm not a girl. <laughs> not yet a woman. And so there's, like, psychological unpacking. And when we get younger than that, like, he's 24. And, like, Beng Chan from Stray Kids, same thing. He's 24. Like, dude, like, that's a lot. That's a, that's a struggle. <laughs> like, you know, because I'm, like, I see I see there being a lot there to admire. And I'm, like intrinsically like and even like it's not even that I have to like be like no no it's like there's part of me that doesn't want to too like there's part of me that's like look you are very attractive and like there's a lot like I like to look at you like you're kind of like a piece of art but like I'm not comfortable thirsting for 24 so certainly I'm not going to go down to like dipping into the 20 like that's just like I can't I just can't. And I work in higher ed. Like, this just gets very muddled, and I just cannot. <laughs> so I can say, very cute. I like, like, it's like watching, yeah, I like it, but I don't like it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, is my floor, okay? That's all I'm going to say. 28 is my floor, except for sometimes. Kim except Ka-hyun. for sometimes it's 24. <laughs> no, no, no. Sometimes if it's Kim Taehyung, I mean, you can't, you can't back away. No, from Kim he, no,
0: he is like he's he has an old soul. He is an old yes, man. Yeah, when, and he, yes. when he, yeah when
1: V from BTS comes for you, sometimes, and I mean, even then, yeah. I'm still like ugh. But like that, ugh. Okay, this is hard. This is hard. I don't want to sound like a dirty old woman.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what happened as I'm watching this. Is I I hopped on over to Slack and we've we've got a, we've got many many channels in our Slack just so y'all know. And one of them is our fangirling channel. And I hopped on over. To fangirl over this drama, but I'm like, Paxaham is so sexy and has so much presence, but even at 28, because I'm a couple years older than Leah, I feel like a dirty old woman saying that, but like, he has such presence that it's hard to not say that.
1: Yeah, I just think Kim Kardashian is hitting it with Pete Davidson, and far be it for me to like, you know... <laughs>
0: okay first of all pete davidson's 28
1: yeah that's He's what not i'm saying that young yeah no so that's what i'm saying oh. kim kardashian to be because amy oh, was saying is but kim Kardashian's not as old as i am she's 41 she's my she's age older than me yeah she's my age <gasps> she's my nuna yeah <laughs> she's your nuna like she's my peer, and i'm like yeah. okay so she's hitting it 28 like why
2: And I mean, like, yeah, yeah, that's fine for me. Right. But you know what? Oh, God. You know what? I'm so sorry. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. It's hard. It's hard. But like, like I said, you cannot deny the presence that Poxaham has on screen. Like, it's just, it's magnetic. And Jay Chan is adorable. Like, don't get me wrong. He is adorable. But I, he's four years older than my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: i mean you gotta you gotta make a floor the floor has to exist i'm yeah, fine yeah. with no upper limit <laughs> i have no upper limit and you can't yeah, make me yeah no i'm harrison fine with ford the no all the upper way upper for limit. Leah. <laughs> no that was megan oh that was megan with harrison ford i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, I'm sorry. yeah,
2: yeah. megan gets 80 year old harrison ford okay yeah
1: with the mustache and the earring and the earring <laughs> um yeah no i liked the grandpa from business proposal yeah <laughs> 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 you did but we gotta i gotta have a floor
2: yeah yeah for sure
1: it just might be like <laughs> wobbly it just might be
2: low <laughs> yeah. it's like a fun house floor
1: sometimes it tips <laughs> if v comes in with a lollipop it's tipping me right off
0: <laughs> i mean so i mean i feel the same way like jay chan is adorable and like i want to i want to ge- i do want to give him like a lollipop and a blanket but not a sexy lollipop, him. not like v with no, a lollipop. no no yeah. like a dum-dums like a
1: dum-dums <laughs> like a bank a bank dum-dum
0: and like push him in that pram it, because, give him like, a safety look.
2: sucker the one that's got the little loop so he doesn't choke on it
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: like, like look he he's still like i don't think he's done growing yet <laughs> I mean, I, you no, know, of I mean? course like, he's 20. He's 20. I mean, his growth plates are not, might not growth yet be closed. Plates. Like, I think you, we need to make it. Can you legally rent a car? Oh, right. Yeah. He couldn't rent a car. I can't do that. <laughs> 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 and, but, but I like, I love him. I find him adorable. Yeah. But it's, I'll like, rent a car way... for
1: him. And
0: yeah, like I'll support him. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's like as far as it goes. But like Poxo is. I'm sorry, that's a whole nother story. He's only like 11 years younger than me because I just turned 39. So he has sex appeal and mature sex appeal. Like I, oh, it had me perking up like Pavlov's dog. And- <laughs> 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 You're
1: like, like wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Truly, really, I was like, Born? Born? Like, um- The little antenna. Beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep,
0: beep. And it helped that his character was, like, right up my alley. Like, oh, this, yeah. This, like, flirty guy with this, like, laissez-faire attitude, who was like, huh, I like a guy? Okay. Like, sure. So he's a guy. Let's do this. And he had, like, zero angst about it, which I guess isn't really a spoiler. But, yeah, he was just, like, really confident and sexy, even when he was wearing, like, all red, which we'll get to. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, and he he's a whole other story. I mean, oh, and he was so tall. Ugh
2: just loved him so much all right well i mean that's it (laughs) that's it for no spoilers folks yeah yeah we still have stuff to talk no i mean like (laughs) good night yeah good night (laughs) everybody thank you for coming the floor (laughs) is wobbly we'll see you next time (laughs) but no i mean like it's it's not even a four-hour you know miniseries like so that's really all we can do without spoilers because there's just too much fun in this drama to not simply dive in so Stay along for the ride if you've watched it, or if you don't mind spoilers, because I really do think you could listen to us talk about it and still just be delighted watching it all unfold. Um, Otherwise, take a quick break, devour this miniseries in one sitting, and then come on back to join the discussion. So let's talk some Universal Fantasy butter. And a quick side note for anyone who missed our podcast on Universal Fantasy, but the concept just basically means a romantic fantasy sort of trope that just kind of hooks us every time, like a Beauty and the Beast scenario. Like, you know, some people, like anytime there's a Beauty and the Beast scenario, they're gonna like gobble that up. So here we have a little bit of a bully romance. This is not to say that our lovely and sexy Jang Jae-young is truly a bully, but he does kind of antagonize hero number two, Chu Sang woo when he finds out that Sung-woo is kind of the reason he didn't graduate. Okay, according to Sang woo Jae-young is the reason Jae-young didn't graduate, because he was the freeloader. But that being said, Jae-young is a bit of a bully to Sang woo Everything from enrolling in all of Sangwoo's classes when he accidentally drops his schedule and he gets a hold of it, getting to class early to steal his seat, buying up all of the canned coffee that Sangwoo loves so that he cannot have his black <laughs> that holic. Was pretty good. That was awesome. All the cans of black holic, like sitting around his apartment, drawing on Sangwoo's face when he falls asleep in class because Sangwoo then has to get up, you know, even earlier to get to class to get his seat, wearing all the red to be extra distracting, and even moving in next door to Songwoo to further antagonize him. Is this kind of enemies to lovers romance one with quite a bit of psychological warfare you're kind of butter? So I
0: do not like bully romance. I don't like bully romance books, uh, and I pretty much avoid them. But K-dramas always have a way of taking tropes that I dislike and making them palatable. Uh, this was a case in point. Um, but I will say, first of all, there was zero physical bullying. No, yeah. I mean, unless you count drawing on his face, but that was, you know, nothing. No, you
2: fall for. asleep in class. You deserve to get your face drawn on. Yeah, true, true, yeah. true, true. On my cruise. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> your boat ride, your
0: three-hour tour. <laughs> to, to the Bahamas, a guy fell asleep and we drew, we wrote balls on his face. I have a picture of it. <laughs> Did you scrapbook it? Because that's what you do. <laughs> I do. I have <laughs> it in my scrapbook. I do. I have it in my scrapbook. I do. Anyway, so none of the, like, Quote, bullying he did felt evil in any way. And honestly, the, the whole thing felt a bit like, you know, the kid on the playground who, like, pulls your hair and chases you because he has a crush on you. So Jayong's pranks felt, like, relatively harmless and more to just annoy Sangu than to actually hurt him. And I actually think the pranks, like, got Sangu to kind of, like, unclench a little. Like, I kind of almost liked seeing him react, because I was like, oh my god, we finally get some, like, like he's a very closed, button up Non emotional guy, and it was kind of fun to get um, a little bit of a reaction and you know, out of him.
1: You know, we talk about K drama life and real life, and in real life, I'd be like, "This has gone a little too far." <laughs> <laughs> moving in next door, <laughs> moving in next door, buying all the coffee. You know, I mean, it's a little too much. Like if that was like my friend in real life, I'd be like. <sighs> I think we've crossed into some, like, cuckoo territory. We need to scale it down. But for drama, super fun. And I felt like it wasn't, you know, I I guess also to Jae Young's defense, even though he was a freeloader for that assignment, you know, I feel like Sangwoo was a little bitch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like
1: you know he didn't like give any warning to the team like hey if you don't help this is like i'm gonna like no it was know, like on this.
2: presentation day by the way none of these people yeah. didn't yeah. work he no, kind of
1: was a little bit he was yeah. i mean like i get it and he was a little bit like was yeah. he like could he have made a defense like did he justify it in his own mind i'm sure and you know if i was uh jay young i'm like well, I got nothing but time now, because <laughs> right. I was meant to graduate and go to America for, like, you know, my next steps. Now I can't. So, like, I guess this is my new hobby. And so I thought that was, like, it felt less bullying to me. And not that Sangwoo deserved it by any chance, but more, like, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes on both sides. Like, like you know. You mess, wrong,
2: you mess with the wrong person. Like. Yeah. I'm not a fan of bullies, like in any way, shape or form. But like you said, Megan, like something happens in K-dramas where everything that I feel in real life goes out the window. I mean, we talked about this, Leah and I did when we, you know, talked about Heirs and Boys Over Flowers, that two of my favorite, I shouldn't say favorite heroes, because Jun Pio is not one of my favorite heroes, but I could not stop watching this guy on screen. And I, you know... Made me fall in love with Lee Min Ho even more, and then you get to Choi Young Do, uh, Kim Woo Bin in Airs, and he is such a freaking bully, but he is an emotionally boo booed you know bully who has his reasons. Not that it justifies it, but like I just that it is. It's butter for me in K dramas. Nowhere else. So this is like you know like like we've been saying like Jeong's not being a bully. He's being an antagonizer. He's trying to push. He's trying to push Sang Woo's buttons. Um, So I'm using the term bully romance for this one, like very, very loosely, but I loved it. I loved it because it made their interplay so much fun and it did like it forced Sangwoo out of his comfort zone. He had to change up his schedule. He had to do things different. And he realized that like life would not crumble if he didn't do things exactly the quote unquote right way all the time. So when Sangwoo finally realizes he'll have to fight fire with fire, what's one of your favorite things that he does to try and outsmart jae
1: So for me, mine was a time that he tried and failed, and that is when he decided he was going to get revenge and try to draw on jae face. Oh, <laughs> that was so cute. And then jae opens his eyes, and Sangwoo's all like, Ugh. I just love that because it was kind of like he was gonna get revenge a little but he also was like ugh, like you know you're gonna like touch this person and maybe you're having feel oh I just loved it there was so much like emotional like blah I don't know what I'm doing and I'm trying to do this thing and then he gets busted in the middle of it and so that's always fun to get caught when you're really in your feelings
2: yes and then J M Young leaves the dot on his face too mm-hmm. like I loved it oh I love Jae Young so
0: we mentioned that Jae Young kept sitting beside Sang just to like irritate him. So Sang <laughs> packed this like big wood divider in his book bag, and when he pulled it out, it was so funny because it was like it's so big, and he like put it between them. And I think Jae Young actually found it kind of endearing. Mm-hmm. Like I actually think he thought it was funny. And Sang wouldn't even talk to Jae Young, and he like passed him a note
2: under the, like, under, under the, the divider.
0: <laughs> and it- like still right next to each other it was just really cute i loved it it kind of showed a little bit of like sangu's humor and like resourcefulness
2: yeah speaking of resourcefulness he's like all right you're gonna buy up all of like my vetting machine drink so he just went and bought boxes of it <laughs> and it's like yeah i can't wheeling yeah, <laughs> it on home in his, on his bike. bike i know i know <laughs> so cute, cute. okay so similarly sangu is a guy who appreciates logic and order But he starts acting out of character due to his inexplicable feelings whenever he's around Jae Young. What's something that he does due to his undefined feelings that you really enjoyed? Because that's one of the things that I found really endearing is, like, Sangwoo didn't realize that he liked this guy. Like, he's like, he didn't think love was real. Like, he thought it was just you know, something fabricated so that people will procreate. Like, he, you know, uses that definition of it. So I love that he's, like, falling in love and doesn't understand that he's falling in love because he doesn't really think that love is a thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I
0: liked it when you could tell, like, Sangu was starting to really catch his feelings, and he kept, like, trying to find reasons to, like, be around jae Young. But they made it kind of clear that he didn't really drink a lot, and it was, like, his choice. Like, it wasn't that he couldn't drink, he just didn't, I don't think he, like, preferred it. And then one night he gets drunk with Jayong young and there's you know the drunken confession and i just loved that scene it was sweet and cute
2: and it made me really happy yeah i like that one a lot i loved his instagram stalking <laughs> and sc- i forgot about that you're right and screen capping oh. the photos of Jae young especially since there's like a fun call out to this in the final episode when jay young finds mm-hmm. a folder on uh sangwoo's laptop that's just entitled with his name because like Sangwoo gets up to him, He's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And they're like, you know, snuggling on the bed together or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And Jae Young finds – and they're working on the game. And Jae Young finds this folder. And he opens it. And all of a sudden, like, Sangwoo comes running out of the bathroom. He's like, no, no, no. Look at that. And it was, like, really cute. Because he's like, you pervert. Like – but it was really cute that, like, he just went through his Instagram and was, like, screen capping all these photos. and And in the moment, he's like, why am I doing this? But he just couldn't stop doing it. And it was really cute.
1: I think that was my fave too because I just I really love that and I think the ending that was like such a nice thing at the end to find that I don't know I just I also really like that sometimes in a romance where somebody does something kind of dorky in their feelings and then later like the other person gets to find out about like how nerdy they got about it but is like charmed by it
0: (laughs) yes I want, What is a name for that? Because I it Ooh, happens a lot yeah. in K dramas. We
1: should name it. We need to give it a name.
0: It's like in in your feels something. Yeah, we need to name it because it's in a lot of dramas. It's almost it
1: like crush catching because like you catch out Ooh. like the crush, like right? you know the yes. crush. Moment. Oh, like you catch when they started yeah. their yes. crush.
2: Oh. Yes, because that's the whole thing. That's it's a good like, one. Jay, it's always when the crush is starting. right? Yeah. And Jay, it, it lets Jay Young know like basically how long Sangwoo actually has liked him. Because yeah. he tried to deny it for so long.
1: Crush catching. So hashtag crush catching. hashtag afternoon afternoon is Yeah, But yeah, I think something like that is like a fun because they do do that a lot. It does help mark time. And yeah, it's so fun to then get that insight of like, oh my gosh, you've liked me that
2: long? Right. It's cute. And speaking of cute, Jay Chan... Now is our favorite part of the show, our segment, which is our K-Pop Wreck of the Week. And we get to tailor this one specifically to semantic error.
0: I'm so excited. So Jay Chan is in DKZ. As I said, it's formerly Donkeys, And they had a comeback like just this week. And the song is called Cupid. And it is, I've had it in my head now for two days. Like I've had it stuck in my head. It is really upbeat and fun. And catchy and bright it feels very much like a summer song and like the videos happy they're always smiling i watched uh, a couple of their like live performances on the music shows and they just have such high energy and i'm just really happy for them i mean jay chan's getting crazy views on his fan cam and i'm just so happy for him and and for the group and i really hope this brings them you know more success so definitely check it out it is called cupid by dkz And you won't regret it. It's a super fun song.
1: Yay, J-Chan. I'm excited to listen to it. If you enjoy our podcast, you have our patrons to thank, at least in part. Afternoon to Delight Patreon allows us to keep creating content for y'all to enjoy. Thank you so much to everyone who is supporting us there. And not to brag, but our Patreon community is pretty awesome. And you can join at a tier that feels good to you gain access to fun perks like K-drama posts, monthly Patreon-only bonus podcasts, and even a live K-drama support group on Zoom. Because we know firsthand what it's like to have no one to talk to about those crazy plot twists, amazing characters, and all those feelings. And look, no one should have to walk that walk alone. So learn more by visiting afternoonadelight.com, that's www. And hey, while you're on the website, you can check out Afternoon Delight podcast merch, find links to book recommendations, bop along to our K-pop recs, blow up your skin with K-merch recs, find all of our social media and a link to our email so you can send us recommendations or feedback. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you pop over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review? It really helps with our discoverability. Gamsamnida!
0: So let's talk besties. How much did we love Song Jio as Cui
2: yuna She was so fun. I mean, I loved how she was super funny and called him out, called Jae-young out on his bullshit. When he was in full psychological warfare, warfare mode, especially with the full red outfits like head to toe... She did not encourage him, but instead told him that he was annoying and that, of course, Sangwoo didn't want to sit by him because neither did she. I just (laughs) thought that the friend dynamic was really fun and it humanized Jae Young and knocked him down a peg or two because he was, like we've said, like super swaggery, confident on screen. And I loved and he was like that, like around, you know, Sangwoo and everything like that. But I love that it knocked him down a peg and like it made him human that like he thinks he is all that in a bag of chips and then she's like no you're actually pretty damn annoying and like shout out to her wardrobe because yes. she had
0: the coolest clothes yes. she looked amazing and i liked her a lot she was really fun she was like a really
2: good like bestie like sidekick i love the dynamic it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun yeah how about speaking of friendships did you like the friendship sangwoo had with jihai the girl who had the crush on him
0: so I thought this was really cute in a lot of like gay romances and often BL dramas. there is a trope where there's like this evil woman who is trying to break up our precious boys. And so it was really nice to see a girl like Ji who just had this like really innocent crush. And in the end, she ended up being sweet and supportive. She wasn't like nasty. She was just like a high school girl with a crush. And I thought they treated I thought that the drama treated her with dignity.
2: Yeah, and she even, mm-hmm. I mean, she she confessed, but she's like, just let me confess before you reject me. She's like, I just need to get this off my chest. I like you, and now I feel better, and we can just be friends. Like, she knew that he wasn't interested in her. Like, she knew. But yeah. there there was some fun interplay between her and and uh, Jay Young before she finally kind of got it um oh my god i love yeah and and i think one of you mentions it a little bit later so i won't get too into that but yeah it was it was uh it was really sweet and i liked it a lot it was it was good because sangwoo didn't have anybody to talk to about all that was going on so she's like you know you look like something's bothering you do you want to talk about something and he couldn't come out and say that he had feelings for Jae young so he talked about it as if there was like a bug in the program for his game and he was able to like work it out by talking about it with her that way. And I thought that was really
0: sweet. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. I forgot. I actually forgot about that scene until you mentioned it now. That was really, really cute.
1: Yeah. Although there is one moment that I really loved. And it was <laughs> when Jae Young and Sang Woo are having coffee or something, like at the cafe by the window. And Sang Woo doesn't realize it. But Jae Young looks out and sees, sees uh, Ji Hai watching them. And, like, do you remember that? And he, like, kind of, like... Yeah. Well, because... So, because she's sitting with Sangu, and then
0: Jae-yong is just, like... He, like, sees them together, and he's, like, here, my computer doesn't work. And, of course, Sang Sangu's, like, oh. So, immediately, he's gonna, like, pay attention to the computer, and he kind of, like, ignores Ji-hai. And then she, like, gets up to leave, and jae Young takes her place. Yeah. And she's, like, leaving the restaurant, and she's, like, walking away. She's, like, kind of pouting, and she turns around, and jae Young just gives her, the, like, <laughs> most smug, smug. <laughs> smile and he's like really any there was like there's almost like a possessiveness to the smile mm-hmm. and it's just really hot and funny all at the same like, time Like yeah. he chose me
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah like i well, it was more like like i won yeah right you know and Sangwoo is like oblivious yeah. just like
2: typing on the computer
1: yeah saying <laughs> because it, so it was the two of them constantly in Wu's orbit and he was completely oblivious
2: completely So that kind of goes into my next question, which is like, what is your favorite comedic scene? And that was, uh, that was yours, Megan. And I, yeah. I really liked... It's always the friends, I think, that make me laugh, too, with, with him. When Jae Young is moping over Sang Woo not returning his affections, he meets up with uh, Yuna and Hyung Tech at the restaurant where they're hanging out, and Hyung Tech is about to put a piece of lettuce in his mouth, and Jae Young freaks out and tells him not to ever eat lettuce in front of him again because Sang nickname is Sang which means lettuce. And then he, like, forcefully stuffs the rest of the piece of lettuce into hyung tech's mouth and is like don't ever let me see that again and, it was just, and, and it's like one
0: of the rare times he's grumpy he's actually like a really like happy yes. go lucky guy and it's like the one time he's like angry and like the whole drama and
2: Hyung tech has no idea what's going on either he's just like sitting there with this lettuce hanging out of his mouth like what <laughs> did you so cute what was your favorite romantic scene in the drama
0: i mean i think it has to be the almost kiss in like the dark costume shop so they i like the scene too where they basically have to do like some sort of like a french scene for french class and they had like the white wigs period outfits and it was just so funny so they were returning the costumes Mm -hmm. and but like you know of course Young doesn't do anything by the book so they have to like sneak the costumes back and they hear people come in so they're like hiding among all these costumes and oh, there's, like, this, like, sexual tension between them as they're, like, standing against each other. And I was like, Ooh. And a red light goes he,
2: on, too. Let yeah,
0: and, yeah, and you think they're going to kiss, and then Jae Young's just, like, want to see a movie? <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> and I loved it, too, because Sang Woo, I think he thinks that Jae Young's going to kiss him, and it, he doesn't actually, like, resist, you no, know what I mean? He he's just and waiting it, for like, it. This whole beginning of when they're kind of really starting to, like, put things together <laughs> that, you know, they both sort of have feelings. I loved it so much.
1: So I think I really liked it, it was like towards the end because I had another one I was going to do. And now I'm like remembering this one that I liked better. So I might be a little muddled on it because I haven't like thought it through perfectly. But it's the one where like they're on the couch and mm. like remember like Jae Young is like, you know, do you need do we need to lock the door or whatever? Oh,
2: yeah. this Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and I don't know that just like that part was so hot. Like I just felt <laughs> like. Especially
2: because Sung Woo said I already locked it.
1: Yeah. And so I love that one because it just felt like so like extra and sassy and showed like an evolution in their relationship. I really liked the also the bar scene when Songwoo just kind of like desperately grabs him by the lapel. I'm never not in for like a desperate lapel grab Mm -hmm. kiss. But that last one I thought so that was what I was going to choose. But then later I I liked that other one that kind of just showed that they were like getting down a little more (laughs) and it was like they were a little more like comfortable with like knowing that's where it was going
2: i like love how much initiative sangwoo takes oh yeah in like i feel like pretty much every kissing scene like at the end when he asks for a second chance at their two-week trial and then jaehyung says no i want to date for real and he's still like trying to, like, give him the, you know, here's what I want to do now, and here's the new parameters, and Sangwoo doesn't let him finish, and he just rises up on his tiptoes and plants one, like, right on him. And I'm like, go, little dude. Like, he's the initiator. And I want to say something about go, little dude, because I think this is, like, really important.
1: I saw a couple of comments about this drama come up about people feeling uncomfortable with the age difference between um, the two male leads and the size difference. What? And so, Megan, I know you saw this, this, like, we both saw comments that were
2: addressing this because we talked about it a little bit. Okay. First of all, if anybody was listening to the beginning of this podcast, we have no problem with an eight year age difference.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Clearly,
2: clearly.
1: (laughs) Eight years is still like very, we're like, eight years is responsible. But they're not
2: playing, but they're not playing people who are eight years apart.
1: No. And Sangwoo is also like, A, at least of age, like Korean age of consent. Like, you know, like, yes you know, we were at least at the twenty mark. But I felt like the fact that he was the little dude who was the initiator. Yes. Also it wasn't like this like Jay Young does put his physicality and his size into play sometimes when he's kind of being a pest, but I don't feel like he puts his size into play so much in terms of like sexual advancement.
2: That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Like Sengu had 100% agency. Like, he initiate. that's, and I, I think I bring that up, like, just in the next, like, question or two. Like, like, am I wrong? Did he not initiate every single kiss? Like, every single, like, sort of kiss before they were, like, a real couple at the end. I feel like he was the, fr- I could be wrong, but I, I, even if I'm wrong, 99%. He initiated a lot. Yeah, 99% yeah, of he them. Initiated. Which I thought was awesome.
0: It was, it was. It was, like, it was, like, kind of once he made a decision, that's the decision he stuck with. And I, I like that. You know what I mean? Like he was like, okay, well, I like this man and this is what I'm going to do about it.
2: You know? Yeah. I mean, like we, we talked about in, in business proposal, like we went kind of back and forth over like the dubious consent. And in this, like when Jae Young is sleeping and Sangwoo just kisses him, I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of dubcon I'm in for. (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) I'll accept that. Yeah. (laughs) That I will accept. Yes. Uh... Thank you very much. Oh man. Okay. So favorite Jae Young outfit. I mean who
0: can pull off all red, complete with a beanie as well as Parks Oham? Like no one. And I just have to say also his waiter outfit was pretty hot.
2: He <laughs> can wear the shit out of that waiter outfit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The red I feel like was ridiculous. He looked like a little Valentine.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that was from the webtoon. Like I've seen shots of the webtoon and he like wears that. Like that's iconic I think for the webtoon. That's awesome.
2: Like, I'm going to go a little bit sentimental here, and I, like, I loved at the end, they're both wearing the same sweater, like, different shades of it, like...
1: I don't even remember that. Oh my so gosh, so like, I didn't remember I'm that I'm staring
2: either. at the sweaters, and I'm like, it is the same stitching, like, it's the same exact color. That's what made me, that's what made me, like, because one of them, I think it's, um, Sangwoo's is like a cream color. And uh-huh. Jay Young's is like an oatmeal kind of color. So is this is this like is this
0: wardrobe just getting like a two for one deal or two, two, <laughs> like two sweaters for one price? I, may, like
2: maybe the, maybe it was like maybe it was like a Costco <laughs> like a Costco find <laughs> Kirkland. But there's, well, Kirkland, but their size,
1: but their size difference is so big. I don't think they can bulk order. I we mean like extra small and extra large. No, you know what? I'm kidding. I'm like no, <laughs> know I know. I'm like over like Well, actually, I,
2: mean. I don't know, Megan. <laughs> we just talked about the height difference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sungwoo is shopping in juniors.
2: <laughs> but I did I loved I love that they are I mean like cuz both of them had their signature look in the beginning, right? Like Young was total skater dude and Fret uh boy. Sungwoo, yeah, and Sungwoo was like his his Low, you know, low pull down, low, low baseball hat and, and a flannel. Plaid. And the yeah. flannel. Yeah, and every, I love how, like, he's looking at every, he's trying to find some. <laughs> every guy wearing. who walks out of the lecture hall is, <laughs> yeah. are you Sang Wu? You're Sang Wu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot what the flannel is. Yeah. He's like, is there, like, a dress code for the engineers? Like... Yes, and I, I think, think and that checks out,
1: I think that checks out, like, it, it, my institution as well. It is a bit of a uniform.
0: <laughs> I, I really think that's why this drama works so well, is because Jae Young was just such a precious character, and he was never just, like, nasty about anything. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I never felt like he was going to hurt Sangu, and it just made the drama have this, like, really sweet edge to yeah, it. Yeah, it
1: didn't have a Boys Over Flowers vibe at all. No,
0: oh gosh, no, not at all. It, it, like, truly, like I said, when I use the, the bully fantasy, No, I think yeah. that's... No, but I do think that that, it is. It kind of is. I mean, that's basically the trope. But I just mean the way, again, it's like the way K-dramas just find a way to make tropes work
2: for me. Right. There's no evil Mm -hmm. intent in it. Um, Speaking of tropes, as in many dramas, one of our leads, Jae Young, has the opportunity to go abroad at the end after getting a job offer from a tech company in France called DEX or DEX. But contrary to how these things usually play out, Jae Young not only decides on his own to not leave because he wants to finish making the game with Song Woo, but Song Woo, once he realizes his feelings for Jae Young will not subside, actually asks Jae Young not to go, not knowing that he's already decided to stay. So what is your take on this twist of a common K-drama trope? I mean, I really love this only because I
0: really am over that kind of trope or like someone has to leave and there's a time gap. I'm really kind of over it. So it felt and it felt nice to have a character. It felt nice not to have a character go like all altruistic and tell their lover to just leave and live their best life, you know, and break their and heart was, in order
2: to do it. Too. Yeah, it's like, ugh,
0: I'm over it, you know, but it was and I thought it was also really character growth for Sangu to say how he really felt and to be like, this is what I want. You know, and and so yeah. And as for Jay Young, he was so laid back, and I think he just made the choice that would make him happiest. Like I stand, it's great.
1: I do agree that um, that was Jay Young's. You know, he's more of a hedonist, and you know, centering his pleasure and staying was gonna give him pleasure. But I will push back a little. Like, look, I get, I get that it can be overdone to have like the one person leaving um, time gap thing. But when we're looking at these coming of age stories, too, like, what's interesting is that Korea ends up the South Korean dramas end up normally doing this, we're going to live apart for a while time gap, then come back together. Like that seems to be just like what happens probably to like move the plot along because they're in these like formats that they're like, oh, we need to like get rid of some of this like excess. But like when we were writing New Adult Romance... I don't feel like there was a lot of times when um, there was space given to folks being out of these like intense romantic situations and that coming of age time in order to kind of live their lives and then come back together. So I've got mixed feelings because I feel as if, and I mean, I've written books where there's been, um, you know, at least one where there was like a time gap that was really intentionally put in there so that they could do that. And so, yeah, I think that it can be really important as like an organic part of the story. Although... That's like my real life sales pitch. (laughs) And so in my K-drama sales pitch, I also think I am kind of a little bit over it and happy to like just have it play out like it did in this one. And I could always, I mean, I'm never going to like not be sympathetic to someone going away, but I think that I'd like them to be handled sometimes in a way that feels... I don't know, a little more a little more surprising or interesting emotionally because a lot of times I do feel like it's just serving to like let's just like get this plot going somewhere else so we're going to have this time jump as opposed to what it means to actually be altruistic and want to center someone else and support them and things like that.
0: I like that. I agree with that. I do. And I think this drama or this webtoon was just like we're going to give the people what they want. I mean, that's what Yeah. I, <laughs> that's what I think it was. This is the bottom line.
2: I thought, yeah, I mean, I I appreciated it, especially since it was such a short drama. Um, I Mm -hmm. think to put the time gap in and do do the separation thing, it would have been off at the pacing, too, you know. But I did did like the idea that Sangwoo had to come and say, I like you, I don't want you to go. Like, that was really... That was really important, I think. Yeah, for him, especially. And it was important. for his character. It was important for for Jae Young, I think, to make it work. It was important that Jae Young was like, I already turned it down. Like, I wasn't waiting for you to ask me to stay because I wanted mm-hmm. to stay, you know, kind of thing. So I think there's that, too. It's that whole, because then, then we're dealing with that, like, you know, that sort of, like, l- lack of communication that, like, if somebody would have just said what they wanted, this couple would have stayed together, blah, 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 you know, kind of thing. Where... Nobody waited for the other to make the choice. They did what they wanted, and I like that. I appreciated that. Okay, so finally, because we talk about titles a lot, what do we think of the title in this one, Semantic Error?
1: I didn't get it, so I'm deferring to Megan because I think there was a tech term. (laughs) Okay, so semantic basically means, like, logic. So, yeah, as someone who was, like, married to a robot,
0: I really enjoyed the way the drama showed, how Sangu, like, struggled with trying to make logical sense of... Jae Young, like there are times where my husband literally just does not comprehend certain emotions, and it's like it's like not in his wiring, and it doesn't matter how I try to explain it to him. Like he's just not built that way, (laughs) and so I kind of like under you know Sangwoo made made sense to me, you know, and humans don't make sense, and emotions rarely do. So I really loved watching Sangwoo kind of finally let go and just give in to to feelings and quit trying to logic it out so much. I did
2: appreciate it. Like I got it that it was, you know, sort of using like, it was like there was a bug in his code, right? Like that's, that's the parallel they kept making of it. And I really liked that. And I really appreciated that because he was in the beginning, a total logical being. And in the end he was able to sort of reconcile his need for logic with his feelings. And I, and I liked that a lot. And I especially liked the very last scene when his computer his laptop starts like going on the fritz and then it says like semantic error resolved or something like something like that like and i thought that was really really cute to kind of toss that in there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i I mean i really think they could have i wish this was longer like i really think they had enough to work with this could have been kind of like an eight or 12 episode drama and i think we could have really gotten to even see more growth and like more depth and layers
2: of of sangu Mm mm-hmm Yeah, I would have taken up to 12 for sure. I know that, so I did read an interview with Jay Chan, like, because fans love this so much that they're like, we want a season two, we want a season two. And Park Saham is doing his military service right now. Um, so it's obviously not, it wouldn't happen right now. But he said, if it, if all the stars aligned, he's like, absolutely. I would love to like return to this character because he, like, I love that they just both really appreciated their character. Love that they, that they loved doing this drama as much as the fans sort of loved watching it.
0: Yeah. I've been watching some extra content that the two did together again, right before Pak Soham enlisted. It's kind of crazy to me. He like did this drama where he's getting, like, so much attention, and he just, like, dips and then <laughs> list, you know what I mean? So, but I, I've watched a lot of of content and interviews with, with both of them. And, first of all, they have a really great friendship outside yes. of, you know, they really developed this, this this great friendship. They have great chemistry just in in person with each other. And there are clips of them, like, when shooting raps, that they're just, like, crying against each other. Because I, like, really, I, I, I think it was, like, a really, and I think it was, like, like sad too because it was a really it seemed like a really positive experience Mm -hmm. for both of them to shoot this drama which makes me just delighted because so many of us enjoyed it and got you know happiness out of it so the fact that they both liked shooting it and it was a positive thing in their lives makes me happy and again I just hope that I hope that Jay Chan gets more success with with DKZ and that people check out their music another song that I really like that they do is called Lupin and um it's a really really catchy song as well that came out a couple years ago and um they do some choreo with like canes and it's just really neat oh so. fun
2: that sounds like fun yeah it's cool um one quick thing i wanted to throw out that i that i didn't come up in any of our questions but i just another thing that just kind of like you know hit me in the feels is when you know speaking of sungwoo like finally getting in touch with his feelings when he finally starts calling Young hyung oh Oh,
1: yeah i loved that thank you for remembering that
2: it like just because when you were talking about their relationship you know offset and like you know we were talking about their age difference and stuff and like he talks about pak so like being his senior and how helpful he was like with the idol stuff whatever like oh it's his young and i'm like oh young like that was such a important part of the drama because you're right Young's like call me young and he's like why would i call you young and then finally when he like can't you know, he can't turn off his feelings. He's like young and oh, it was it was wonderful. That was that whole that whole progression of that was was really great. OK, so Megan, you got a book rec for us? So I
0: actually wrote a male male romance and it's a coming of age story. So these guys just graduated college and they are best friends. And one is openly gay and the other, uh, for his own reasons, kind of uh, keeps everything to himself so anyway yeah it's a coming of age basically they go on a road trip and i had a lot of fun writing it and it still is one of my favorite books i've ever written so it's called trust the focus and it's by me megan erickson
2: yay and what are we all watching right now
0: i finished prison playbook i don't think i finished
1: it the last time (laughs) no um
0: yeah so i finished prison playbook and i loved it i just want to say that i mentioned it's it's Written by the same writers who did Hospital Playlist and the Reply series. And it's very obvious it's the same writers. Just like, just the way they tell a story. And um, and I say that in a good way. Like, I, I liked it a lot. I, I mean, I would say I, I liked it more than Hospital Playlist. Like, a lot more. I loved it. I'm excited to watch that one. Uh, Parquet Sue is so great. He's dreamy, so too. He, he was in Squid Game. And I loved him in that and the way he carries this drama with such a large cast in prison playbook was amazing i mean just so many people are in it It just it's great and then i started another miss o i'm not very far into it i am intrigued it's kind of a it's kind of a different type of drama the hero i think is going to take some warming up to and i and i think that that is like the drama's intention i don't think they want you to like him immediately i think he's he's fairly unlikable on purpose the heroine is extremely unique she is basically one of those where on the outside she has like a lot of attitude and she can like kind of she's funny but she can also like throw barbs she's like witty but on the inside she's like devastated and when she's alone she can just be a mess which you know relatable so Um, Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes because there's kind of like a lot of plot threads that they've introduced. So we will see.
2: I just finished watching Semantic Error yesterday, which I mean, I just watched it over the weekend and I had to finish it up yesterday. But I'm also I'm caught up on Pachinko, which I'm really, really enjoying. Some different stuff happening from the book that so far I'm okay with. It's an interesting way that they're telling the story. Um, And I'm really excited to see where it goes. This is the first time where I've ever had to like wait a week between Mm -hmm. episodes watching something, and it's a very strange thing for me. But it's also kind of helpful right now because I am so slammed with a book uh, deadline, which is gonna basically like kill me for the next two weeks. But I really love it. I think we mentioned the last time we brought it up that this is not so much a K drama as it is like a mini series about Korea with a lot of our favorite you know K drama actors in it. And so far, it's just, it's beautifully shot, it's wonderfully done, and I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it.
1: And I am, like, in Pachinko, but I'm one episode behind uh, What's Out. And I really, I need to, like, get in back in a drama. I've been kind of, I've had just a lot going on, so I've kind of, like, jumped out. And then I've also been, when I'm... um well not when I'm, I'm nightly just watching uh, BTS videos so I really just need to like you know get back on the K drama way again because I've been watching a lot of BTS content and that just hasn't let up for a little bit
2: but that's okay
1: it is okay we I mean it brings yeah. me joy but I do need to need to and want to um, jump into another drama and I'm kind of leaning towards pfft, I don't know. I mean, like my Mister. I think I've been like dragging my feet because I know I'm gonna like it, but I also am just not quite sure I'm ready to be emotionally devastated. It's, right? It's just like yet. Not, you
2: got to be in the headspace for it.
1: Right. Which, but then I'm like, when am I ever gonna be like, yes, please? So <laughs> yes, right? that's, yes why like, that's why I'm like so, emotional torture
2: right now. So, that's why I'm like, I don't get it. So I
1: think I'm just like
2: <laughs> maybe Megan should f- just do a pod all by herself on this one. No, <laughs> our listeners would <laughs> they would murder me.
1: Because I think I will like it. Yeah, I will like it. And so I know I'll like it. And so I need to watch it so that I can, you know, save the sanity of our listeners. My, my podcast would be <laughs> would be five
0: seconds. It's cold. <laughs> it's dark and everyone cries. The end.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Can night, everybody. six seconds? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I've just got to kind of like figure out. I mean, we just finished business proposal. And now, like, since then, I just haven't, like, jumped into another one. And I really... Except for, like, the pachinko. And so I need to kind of figure out, like, where am I going? What am I doing? I think my plan was, like, I was going to jump into twenty one twenty 25 25-21. 25-21. Then, then that didn't look like a safe bet. I also had, <laughs> uh, like, the love and forecasting lined up. And then that didn't look like... So, I mean, there's been, like, a couple where I was, like, going to do it. And then I'm like, well, no. I know. And here's a question. Before we go, I just want to just get your both your vibes on this and then we'll call it a night what are we thinking about the trailer for uh g chang wook's new drama
2: oh this is fun to talk about okay (sighs) i haven't seen it what you haven't seen it okay my my head is buried in edits so it's like willy wonka it is oh that's the
0: vibe i got Oh, is this the magic? one? Yeah, this one? is the magic yeah. one. It's called a music. What what, did, what was it called? A musical fantasy. It was like the weirdest. Th- what the? I don't. It was know. like a music. I fantasy feel like I saw it.
1: He looks damn. Fine yeah, he looks great. In his great. quirkiness,
2: like he looks good. I am here for the weird, like Tim Burton ish. If it's going to be like that, like I kind of dig that.
1: I don't know if it looks Tim. I'm into Tim Burton. If it had that vibe, yes. This Doesn't felt look that to dark. me. More childlike ish, a little bit wo- Willy Wonka, but sweeter. Okay, it's, it's more like, do you believe in like, magic? With me, yeah. and you'll see in yeah. oh, the world appear. imagination. imagination. <laughs> and I am like, am I an asshole? Children at like like, the walls. <laughs> no, I am just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, uh, I mean, like, I am hesitant. I am hesitant, but I am going. I am going to go for it. Right. But
0: I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not so. sure if I'm going to like it, but I'm going to watch it. I think someone said it's six episodes.
1: Did you also okay, hear I mean, that?
2: The sound of magic. I See, mean, now I, I want to even... watch
1: the trailer. Like it's here. Yeah the the title the title does nothing for me. The top hat does do things for me. He looks really cute. Looks good. But I mean, I just I love exasperated Ji Chang Wook too. So I'm also like I'm not sure what this like Pied Piper. Well, I'm just. We'll see. I'm gonna watch it because I wanna wanna like support him
0: in his like art, but like <laughs> I really just want to see him do like uneven bar routines when he's fighting. Like that's what I want out of G Chang like, I'm sorry, see, I want to see him just go. I-ish. Yeah,
1: hardcore Me too.
0: <laughs> I just want to see the
1: suspicious angry, the angry
0: lawyer. So angry lawyer. he has been. He did announce that he's like in an action role coming up. So I mean, that's what I. That's that is what I want to see him in. But like, I appreciate that he wants to do other things like good. I'm, good for him. I'm watching this trailer as soon as we stop recording, so Yeah, it's I need Okay. It's 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 unique. That's all I'm gonna say. And yeah, it, it major Willy Wonka vibes, which I don't <laughs> I mean, I love Willy Wonka. I love Johnny Depp and Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka, so
2: Alright. Well I think that's it, well, right? Yeah. I mean Semantic mm-hmm. Error is an absolute delight and we hope that you enjoyed talking about it with us or listening to us talk about yeah. it. And if you haven't watched it, we hope that we have uh, enticed you to go pop on over to Vicki and give it a watch because it is just so adorable and so much. Fun. Happy making. Happy making. Mm-hmm. And what it, what do we call it? Uh, crush. Catching. Crush catching. Woo-hoo. Crush catching. Happy making crush catching drama. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.
0: Annyeong. Annyeong.
2: Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T.